Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by the Sky Lounge and Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Ale Hop Brewery Tours, and Jesse Moffat Entertainment. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations and has been recognized by the Sioux Falls Stage Awards with a special distinction for promoting the arts. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Welcome, everybody. It is such a pleasure to have you along listening, and it's such a pleasure each week to bring you Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. Today, however, just one conversation. Had an interesting Monday, okay? Monday's the day that uh, I record the uh, conversations, uh, typically down at uh, our wine bar. Well, so first of all, during the morning, I get a, a message from Robert Mailing that he's not going to be able to make it. No problem. Robert's a good friend. I, I know the situation. I know why he had to cancel that day. So we will have Robert back at uh, some point. So then that left me with one scheduled guest, and that was Mr. Lurkin. Yeah, perhaps you've seen him around, Billy Lurkin. Um, I didn't see him. <laughs> that was the problem. So let's go back to Robert having to cancel. So I was like, wow, I could really use a second guest today. So I started to, to uh, scramble. Most of Monday was spent scrambling trying to get another guest. Well, there's a list of people that have been wanting to have on. It's like, okay. So I uh, got in touch with a few of them. No, 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 couldn't do it. And so forth. Finally, Sidney Bartunic Bender said, yes, I'm available. My husband is going to get off work early and help with the kids so I can be down there at our wine bar at 6 o'clock. So that worked out great. So that was going to be the 6 o'clock. My 5 o'clock recording of a great conversation was going to take place with Billy Lurkin. And uh, it, it took a while to set this one up anyway. Uh, some emails back and forth, etc., and we finally got it down to Monday at 5 o'clock. So I'm back in the uh, back uh, area of our wine bar, all set up nice and so forth. And I kept looking at my watch going, hmm, wonder when Billy's going to show up. Well, pretty soon it's a few minutes after. And then I kept thinking, you know, when you were in college and like an associate professor got X amount of minutes, they could be late. Uh, and a, a full professor, even more time before they were late. So... Then I, I continue and just wait for Sydney. Sydney comes in. We have a great conversation that you're going to hear in a few minutes. And then later I uh, get a message from Billy saying, were we supposed to meet today? And I thought he was a no-show. He was at our wine bar the whole time, sitting at the bar having a beer. We had miscommunication, so my apologies to Billy, who was scheduled for this show. Miscommunication, however, bad. Good thing, though, he's rescheduled for the episode that's going to come out April 21st. Robert Mailing, we need to get him rescheduled because he's just so much fun. So um, Monday was scrambling, to say the least, and it made me think, I could really use a drink. Thank you. 
time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner. It's here. So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. Oh, my. <laughs> well, here's a good thing that happened at our wine bar. In, in fact, you're going to hear a couple of them here in just the, the next few minutes. So last weekend, our dear friend and the original friend of the show, Elizabeth Hunstead, playing down at our wine bar on Saturday night. So we go down there, and there's Peggy Fitzgerald Plagman, and hadn't seen her in a while. And so this is a toast to running in and seeing friends while you're out and about. So then, uh, Carrie and I are sitting at the bar, and all of a sudden, I hear this voice come up and say, and uh, put an arm around my shoulder, so you come here often. April Coyman, who I have acted with before, we were, in fact, the it couple of Hollywood in a murder mystery one time. And so got to say hello to her, get a little bit caught up and so forth. And then later on, in walks Sadie Swear from downtown Sioux Falls. And uh, she needed to pick up a bottle of wine for an impromptu party that came up. So a toast this weekend eve goes out to seeing friends while you're out and about, especially if it's unexpectedly. And the Weekend Eve Toast, brought to you by Ale Hop Brewery Tours. It's March Madness across the nation, but in downtown Sioux Falls, it's Mash Madness, your chance to vote for the best local brew. Here's a unique, fun, safe way to enjoy Mash Madness. Book a private tour with Ale Hop Brewery Tours, let Jason drive you around in that groovy van. Ale Hop Brewery Tours will take you to any or all of the participating craft breweries. And if you book a tour on alehopbrewerytours.com, make sure to use the promo code MASHMADNESS22. That's all together. MASHMADNESS22. Get 10% off your tour all month long. Ale Hop Brewery Tours. You know you can get around safe. And quaff that beer. How nice is that? Honorable mention. All right, so what tickled my funny bone this past week? What put a smile on my face? Made me slap my knee, chuckle, guffaw, whatever. Well, part of it was me uh, pulling a, uh, well, I just called it pulling a David because, you know, things like this kind of happened to me. So when I am down there at our wine bar on Monday's recording, these wonderful guests, uh, Miss Jane is always kind enough to bring me a glass of wine. She knows what I like. She brings it. She takes care of it. And then if my guests want a glass of wine, I always say, just tell Jane, put it on my tab and so forth. So then uh, by the time that we finished up uh, talking to Sydney Bartunik Bender, who's coming up in just a moment, um, I needed to get over to Monk's. Nice, quick little walk. The weather was beautiful the other night. So I get over to Monk's because uh, my wife and our dear friend Melissa were waiting. And so I get there and I told him, I said, you know, what's kind of cool is uh, 
there's jazz tonight over at our wine. And, you know, oh, yeah, that's nice and so forth. And then all of a sudden it's, I slap my forehead and it's like, uh, I didn't pay my bill over there. So we had to go back, have a few more glasses of wine, beer for my wife, and some lemonade cake for me and Miss Melissa's. It was lovely, especially considering the talent that they had there that night. I didn't know that it was going to be taking place, but I had seen Dan Heyer walk in. And I, I saw that uh, when he did walk in, he had an apparatus that, you know, is used as a cymbal stand in a drum kit. So I thought, oh, must be some music here tonight. Yeah, just a, a few good uh, players and so forth, you know. Uh, that uh, Jeremy Haig guy was there, um, you know. And then, uh, oh, my goodness, Brian Hannigan. Hadn't seen him in a while playing saxophone. And he had a guest there as well that was amazing. And then Andrew Reinert's back there on the big stand-up bass as well as playing the electric. And then out in the audience, more great jazz people, Jimmy Spears, Joel Shotwell, and then Ben Koch, who is the uh, director of bands at O'Gorman High School. And so it was really fun uh, seeing them. And then, uh, you know what? It was just a good time. A nice smile on Dave's face. Because he got to enjoy jazz on a Monday night. All right, coming up later in the show, minus a guest, 10 rules artists should live by. But up next, from Move to Heal, South Dakota, it's Sydney Bartunik Bender on the Dave Holly Hour. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at XL Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or xlchiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. XL Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment, 605-334-1463. Welcome back, everybody. It is such a pleasure. Yes, I do say that right off the bat for every conversation because it's true. It's, a, it's just a pleasure to talk about arts and entertainment, first of all, then to make it local, and then to make it with really great people. And we have one of those great people along with us today, and we're going to take art and give it... First of all, art has a purpose all the time. There's no doubt about that. We're going to give it even more of a purpose, as we want you to move and heal Move to Heal South Dakota, a great organization that was founded, and she also happens to be the president of the board, mm -hmm. Sydney Bartunik-Bender. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure <laughs> to have you here. You, you've been on the radar, first of all, because of dance, uh, and then, you know, you started up uh, the Move to Heal South Dakota organization. 
It's like, wow, this is really cool. <laughs> and uh, then I was like booked out for a long time, had a cancellation, and you were available today, and I'm so thankful because it, it's uh, something that is great that is taking place mm-hmm. all across the state. And uh, so let's start with, you've got some events coming up. Yes. So let's let's highlight those first. We'll come back at the end and, okay. and iterate them. Perfect. Uh, but uh, <laughs> what do we have? In fact, it's uh, coming up because this comes out on Thursday. And um, you've got an event on Saturday, correct? It's actually the 4th. Or the Friday. 4th. 4th. Yes, it's Friday. First, first Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we're at the Washington Pavilion. Okay. And, uh, indoors, hopefully. Indoors yeah. in the Everest Gallery. <laughs> um, although if it was like today, we'd want to be outdoors. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No doubt. Um, we are collaborating with artists that's in the Everest Gallery, Amy Phil in her Floating Worlds Gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she partnered with Fine Mess. And we're bringing our dance collective to debut a couple of performances. So we have a youth and an adult dance collective, and we're so excited to be in that space. The collaboration is called Exquisite Cloud, and it features poetry, dance, sculpture props, um, and live music. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I, I love it when we get to collaboration. Mm-hmm. That is such a, a great word that comes out just about every week on this show, <laughs> um, because it, it seems like Despite how well our group is doing in terms of a arts and entertainment community, there's also the fact that uh, there's not a lot of quote-unquote competition. You know, it's not like people are out to be the best, and obviously everybody wants to do their best, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not to squelch anybody else. Oh. Everybody likes working together. Absolutely. Well, and... People absorb art in different forms. So if you have the interpretation through different art forms, people in the audience can take it the way that serves them best. And I just love that part of it. I'm going to quote you on that one. (laughs) Sure. Art is absorbed. I like that word. (laughs) I I absorb it daily. I'm like, come to me. I do too. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you know, whether it's music uh, or whether it's uh, I'm just sitting around looking around and like on a day to day, Mm -hmm. just looking out the window even and going, wow, isn't this great? Yes. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, the Washington Pavilion show is about nature. It has the it's weightless trees. So our our dance is called Wonderment and it's about being absorbed in that childlike wonderment um, in nature and just being with it. And so, yeah. Yeah, that's Very fantastic. Now, what are the ages that uh, we have involved in this? Then? Um, so our dance collective is anywhere from nine to adults. Um, I would say 30, 30-ish. Okay. You know, up, you know, in that range. Um, 30, 40. I don't yeah. know how old our oldest person is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get it wrong. Right, you don't want to... <laughs> Well, I think he's 91. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's such a, an awesome a thing to put together. I'm so excited just to showcase their, their love and joy for moving. All right. So yeah. that's Friday. What mm-hmm. else is coming up? So next week, uh, we are at the Empire Mall on March 7th. Um, that must be Monday mm-hmm. um, because we're... Uh, grateful to be part of Altered States Mission Monday campaign. So from January 11th through April, or uh, January 28th, excuse me, through April 11th, we are receiving 10% of um, net proceeds from Altered State. Um, and 
to support that and promote that, we're doing a community-based art event. And that's going to, again, showcase our youth and dance collective, but then we're gonna end with a mindful movement class that's family-friendly. Um, so families come out, kids come out, um, all ages, and it's gonna feature some chair yoga with Lisa Conlin, and then it's gonna follow up with dance movement. So we'll end the event with some dance. All right, did you say <laughs> chair yoga? Yes, chair yoga. As in yoga from a chair? Yes, Right accessible. up my alley. Yes. Okay, I like that. See, uh, I karaoke a lot, mm. and my wife always goes along when our group goes out to karaoke, but she's one of the chair yogis. Okay. So she sits in her chair, sings to every song because she knows every single <laughs> lyric, but will not get up there. There you go. So I'm thinking cherry yoga might be my thing. Yeah, I, I think like you should it. come check it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we got uh, first Friday, we've got uh, next Monday mm -hmm. all taken care of. Mm -hmm. Anything else coming up? Any oh. adventures? Wow. Otherwise, we can kind of get into, you know, uh, what uh, Move to Heal South Dakota is all about. Mm -hmm and how you started it and so forth. Yeah, let's dive into the programming. Okay. Those are our two big events right now. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know what's uh, great is, um, I'm, I'm sure that there's probably a misconception because of people knowing you so much from dance. Mm -hmm. And you have moved to Heal, South Dakota, and do people just automatically assume it's just dance? Yeah, I think um, I that's a very interesting way to put it. Um, I think it varies. It just depends on okay. who you talk to. Uh, and we're still in the brand awareness phase. We're in our third year. Mm -hmm. And so really being able to tell that story and who our audience is, it's just, yeah, part of what we do day in and out. Right well, now. you hinted <laughs> at it with the cherry yoga because mm -hmm. the yoga is also a very big part of your programming. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, truly, you're actually uh, out there uh, to get everybody to have some sort of movement mm -hmm. uh, because you also have uh, some adult classes and workshops mm -hmm. and so forth. And what made you decide to start this? And, and what is your fundamental objective of what you want to do with this? Yeah, well, I can um, probably take that answer pretty deep, pretty quick. Um, but <laughs> Go for it. It's a podcast. We are not restricted by time. <laughs> well, um, so Move to Heal was founded from my personal experiences, and I've always used the healing arts, which I define as dance, yoga, and the performing arts, to heal. Um, it's all about um, moving from surviving to thriving, and we think we can do that through the arts, uh, specifically movement-based arts. Um, and the way yoga got in there is in my, in my journey. Um, I've been dancing since I was five, so that's why that was a foundation. Um, but so for 20 years? You, I'm 31, so yeah, since I'm five, um, but yes, uh, in college I found yoga, um, and breathing is um, is movement, and flowing is movement and, and art, and I think any way that we're moving our our body to music and um, creating. Mm -hmm. can be can consider that um and then i've always been on stage since i was little too so that spins it all together um but the the sole passion and, and the reason why i created it is really um to give people that hope and joy um that everyday hope 
because I know a lot of people turn to hope in, in traumatic times, which is great and, and what I propo- promote as well. But there's something in that everyday hope um, that you can find through the arts. And once you know about those tools, once you know that um, it's safe to move in your body, you can find that every day. And um, I just think it's very powerful. And it's a message that I want to spread. It's, it's a very... Uh, <laughs> There's a very trite phrase that people like to use, but it is true. Dance like nobody's watching. I have, ever since I first heard that, I've I've thought, wow, that's a a great thing to say. It's overused, obviously. It's overused, but still. But still, still, you know, just move. Mm -hmm. Whatever moves you, uh, move to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And people relate to different music or Mm -hmm. or maybe... um, even without music, they can, it's just sounds or however the creativity strikes you. Um, we're teaching that or instructing in our classes um, to move for the pure joy of it. We're not really focusing on that technique, although right. our instructors are professionals, they will share technique in our classes, but it's really more about embodying the joy. Right. But mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming that, you know, you can have that joy to begin with, but you get taught proper technique Yeah, and it becomes even more joyful. Yep. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. excellent. So you started at age five. What got you started in the dance then? <laughs> my mom, thankfully, okay. uh, Julie, my mom, uh, put me in class, um, as a five-year-old in ballet and, um, Oh, start with the easy stuff, huh? Yeah. You know, (laughs) just go straight to technique, but, uh, I just, I loved it. And I think maybe, um, one of the reasons I gravitated it towards, towards that too, is because my parents, um, got divorced when I was five. So it automatically was my go-to and I found a sense of belonging there. And I had, um, teachers that I looked up to and they, they were happy to see me and I was happy to see them. So creating that, um, that mentorship, that safe space, that sense of belonging, that's what I, I want to do for our community. Um, specifically K through eight children is where we're kind of honed in now after Mm -hmm. our recent strategic planning session. Um, but in also in underserved neighborhoods, uh, you know, where it's not as easy to either get to a studio or um, the funds aren't available, just different bar- barriers that way. Um, so those are the kids that I want to spend some time with here. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's uh, great to hear that story as well, uh, yeah. because it seems like there's always something behind it mm-hmm. uh, that got someone started in, in their art path and so mm-hmm. forth. Uh, and you've uh, been on stage a lot. In fact, uh, you know, um, the uh, your, your organization moved to Hill, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And the day of Holly Hour have something in, in common. What's that? Sioux Falls Stage Award winners. Oh, heck yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. I know. I was sitting in the audience, like, clapping everyone on, yeah. and then our name got you called. called. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> it's great to receive recognition. Yes. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think any of us start off with that as a goal, mm-hmm. per se. Um, but, uh, it is nice to be able to be honored, uh, that, you know, what you are doing is worthwhile. And, and that has to be something that you think about every day with this group then, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Um, honestly, I, I think I've been quoted for saying this before, but I, I heard it somewhere else first, but, um, I've always looked at our mission in the lens of significance over success. So I really want to make that significant impact, that long lasting Mm -hmm. 
legacy and I have this burning passion inside of me because of my personal story that's just, right. it's not going to go out. And so um, I'm a firm believer that success will naturally follow if you um, are true to your mission, you're authentic, and, and you really are just out to serve um, those in need. So you yeah. mentioned that uh, you hope to be a mentor, the same that others mm -hmm. were to you. Mm -hmm. um, are there some from that uh, early, those early days five years old that uh, you you still think of in, in terms of that made an impact on you mm -hmm. that this is what you have become yeah i i really have talked a lot um and thought a lot about miss judy o'connell from yankton south dakota and uh she is still believe it or not um instructing classes in yankton um at one of the senior centers i believe um and so she's still moving and Holy moly, the inspiration <laughs> behind that alone. Um, but she would always tell me, um, you know, smile big, which I have a, mm -hmm. a big smile. So that, I mean, perfect. But um, no, just like dance from the heart and um, really inspired and coached everything I believe about the dance world. There's also her daughter, um, Christy O'Connell, that was um, at the studio, Lisa Wilcox. So um, really Judy's dance studio is where it kind of started. So how many people do you currently have involved in the organization itself and then all the people that come to the organization? What are those mm -hmm. numbers like? Yeah. So we have a growing, we have a growing board. We have a board of 11 now. Um, and that has grown from three to 11 in just this last year, um, because we are expanding, um, and, and, and not in a sense of like regions, but more like laying the foundation and really, um, expanding within our niche, so those after-school programs. Um, and so I guess a board of 11, um, nobody on staff yet, okay. but the plans to be full-time by the end of the year, cross fingers. Um, and volunteers, well, we have probably anywhere from like a core group of 20. Mm -hmm. And then if you put in our event work, it's, you know, up to... 50 to 75, you know, in the flow um, of just volunteers between instructors, assistants, and then event fundraisers. Um, when we're serving, when we're serving the community, our numbers um, look like the after-school programs are anywhere um, from eight to 20 kids mm -hmm. per week. Um, and that's just in the KidLink Riverside program. Um, with plans to expand in, in Volunteers of America, youth, youth and kids programs. Um, and those numbers will look similar, but just scattered throughout the community. Uh, and then our, you mentioned our adult class. Um, that sees anywhere from 10 to 15 a week too right now. Um, and that's based in the Faith Lutheran Church. And it's a mindful movement class open to all the adults, mm -hmm. um, all age abilities. And There's um, only one problem with it. Yeah. I'm working at those times that they're available. <laughs> yeah, they're, and what is it, 11 to 1 it on is, Tuesdays 11, and Thursdays? 11 to 11.45. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because so. I saw that it's like, that would be excellent. Mm -hmm. But I guess I'll just have to chair yoga instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we... Um, I'll have to take that into consideration and <laughs> tweak those times a little bit and see what we can do. Uh, but yeah, that's, and then, you know, we've had that healing arts, um, event experience healing arts last fall or excuse me, August. And we were in Sisseton and Sioux Falls, um, seeing anywhere, um, from about 85 to a hundred at both events. So 
You're doing yeah. well. Yeah. What's What's the ultimate dream of this? Oh, I've been asked that question a lot. And uh -huh. I think my answer's changed a little bit because I used to say, um, I want to be statewide, nationwide. And mm. I still have that dream. But um, right now, uh, you know, it's probably stemmed off a conversation with the Bush Foundation because you were grant minded. We're like heavy in grant world mm -hmm. right now. So I'm having all the conversations and and they said um, it's still a think big, a think um, big dream. But it's like, how can you integrate the arts and specifically what we're doing with the healing arts into everyday life? How, what does that look like? So it's more about um, honing in our niche, finding those collaborative partners so we can make that systemic change. And so that's a big answer, but that's really what I want to do. I want it to make it an integral part of everyday life. So you gave us your uh, version or definition of healing arts. Mm -hmm. What do other people talk to you about when they see that in your uh, promotional things and so forth? Do they come up and ask what are the healing arts? Um, usually I define it right and pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> We're I'm, in on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm like dance, yoga, and performing arts. Don't want to get anything confused because <laughs> if you search that term, you know, there's a lot of modalities that can go into that. Right, because I, I think a lot of people would immediately go to, oh, are we talking holistic medicine mm -hmm. and so yeah, forth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, t I termed that coin or coined that term um, because of just move to heal. And, and tying that in, that whole thing. But um, healing's ongoing. It's a practice, just like yoga is, just like dance is. It's an ongoing thing. So um, it's more of teaching um, the body awareness, the coping mechanism, the stress relief, finding the joy, and then repeating it. So it's uh, moving to, to heal, but it is also a process. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned your own personal story with this. Mm-hmm. Do you see more people getting involved in this as stigmas about so many things start to fall? Uh, because I, I think, you know, I, I suffer myself from depression. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, there's also those things we've talked about absorbing art. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that gets me going. Now I'm feeling good and so forth. Uh, but do you, do you see that there might be a correlation then between helping out uh, mental health situations along with healing in the healing arts absolutely yeah i think that is a an amazing connection and there's so much exploring to do within that um, we specifically have a mental health integration task force at move to heal south dakota and it's something that we are focused on um, just bridging the gap and talking more about um, it there is traditional talk therapy and and we actually have a couple um practicing counselors in the community on our board and therapists. And um, it's so interesting to hear their perspective because it can go both ways. I mean, we can start with the body awareness and movement um, to help almost allow the words to come out. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm working on another project called Something Unsaid. And it's really about giving a voice to those arts. And so I think about that because... Um, yeah, it, it's like an ebb and flow of like, here's mental health and there's a way that um, we can combine both the arts of, of the traditional, what people think of talk therapy with um, finding healing within yourself mm -hmm. by 
by embodying that that art, music, um, dance, whatever calls to you. Yeah, in, mm-hmm. in fact, you uh, talk to a lot of artists, uh, whether performing or visual artists, uh, and quite often you will hear them say <laughs> that what they do is their therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's very important. And uh, so thank you so much for what you do with this uh, organization. Uh, now let's uh, talk about uh, Sydney Bartunik Bender, the dancer herself. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's what has been what has been your most gratifying part about being a dancer? The most gratifying part. Okay, let me shift my mind. Um, I think my most gratifying part and like mem like it's almost like the sensation of performing um, because you've probably heard it so many times, but you can't be anywhere else when you're in the moment. And that's what I love about perf- the performing arts is like, you're so you're like in the flow and you, it's different than when you're rehearsing in practice, True. but you get on stage and it's just like, you're, you're in a different body, <laughs> 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 but you're doing your thing. You have, it's like, um, so freeing and so i just love the sensation of of art and dance and um it's only for that those fleeting seconds or those fleeting moments whatever you know however long you're on stage but um it's enough time and it's so it's so lasting um that i can carry it with me and i i know i get to do it again um you know the next year but well, there's a, a word that I love to use, uh, and it's a part of what I do with this uh, that I love to talk to. My passion is to talk to other people about their passions, mm-hmm. and it's evident in you uh, <laughs> when it comes to your organization as well as just your, your dance. I, I've seen you dance on stage uh, a few times, um, and you're remarkable. Oh, thank uh, you. And uh, it's just uh, Blue Heaven was the last uh, that, I, that I saw you in, and mm-hmm. that was an absolutely outstanding um, production. And uh, so thank you to uh, Lisa Conlon for putting that together. Mm -hmm. But what is it like then when you do get lost in that moment, but you're also with other people getting lost in that (laughs) moment on stage? It's not just a solo performance. You are a a troupe. Right. Well, and that's why when you're part of dance collectives, companies, um, you name it, that's why that connection is born and um the longer you dance with them the stronger it gets it's 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 like your tribe you've you've found Mm -hmm. you found your people and um it's it's awesome you're connecting it's humanity you're connecting with other people and you can you can almost like see into their art soul when you're on stage together (laughs) that's a great way to put it well you are just just quotable all uh, over the place aren't you going deep and i do not i don't it's just flowing out so i do not know (laughs) so funny all right always love to end with a couple of questions quite often the second question gets answered via the first so the first question for you is when you are not part of the entertainment or arts scene what do you like to be entertained by Hmm. When I'm not in it myself. Right. Uh, I, I like to absorb more art. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, good night. Oh, love good night good theater night. collective. Yep. Um, so live theater, live music, mm-hmm. um, probably my first go-tos. Uh, 
other forms of entertainment. We talked about being out in nature. So right. any way I can take my dog out and um, get fresh air. I also have two young kids uh-huh. and they have lots of energy. So it's another <laughs> way just to let's get some energy out. But um, yep, any any live entertainment is I truly enjoy it. What kind of dog? Labradoodle. Black Labradoodle. Labradoodle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, his name's Willis. <laughs> Podcast shout out. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. And uh, a couple of great kids as well. And your yeah. husband is uh, very supportive of what you do as well. Yes, he, he is. It takes um, that in this uh, crazy industry, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. And and just to be so flexible to come down here tonight, um, he's busy and I my whole family supports me. So my, my sister's hanging out with the boys tonight and I, I love my family. So yeah. it's I love being able to do what I do, and it's because of many people. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, the, the second question, I guess there still might be room. Any other hobbies then? Other hobbies? Hmm. Um, I'm so immersed in what I do, but I love to journal, and I love to listen to podcasts. Um, what you get else? extra points there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my hobbies. I mean, let's, huh. let's keep learning, but um, what else? I... I, I always feel like I'm in the creation mode. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm thinking about what I'm doing and I, is a, is daydreaming a hobby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, well, but I, I should open a store for it if that's the case. <laughs> oh, it's been wonderful getting to know you a little bit mm-hmm. more and uh, to talk about your organization as well as you, uh, and, uh, your art that uh, you perform along with others, but, uh, so let's give a, a couple more times. So let's talk about uh, what you have first Friday and then on Monday. Absolutely. So March 4th, come out and join us um, this Friday for first Friday at the Washington Pavilion. It's a free event um, and you can experience exquis- exquisite cloud. It's a collectively um, art assembled experience. And um, on March 7th, we're at the Empire Mall. Um, another move to heal healing arts experience uh you won't want to miss includes performing arts and a class all right fantastic (laughs) sydney bartunic bender what a pleasure thank you so much thank you and we'll be back with more of the dave holly hour in just a moment hi my name is jesse moffett and i'm not a piano player i'm a comic magician and hypnotist i've been performing for over 20 years I've performed at many events, corporate events, holiday parties, post-prom parties, graduation parties, state and county fairs, festivals, just about anything you can imagine. The funniest thing about the Magic Act is that I use a ton of audience participation, and that can make things really interesting. Put it down the front of your shirt. (laughs) Stop being so, I'm not, my hand won't follow. The best thing about the hypnosis show is that the volunteers and their imaginations really make it a blast. <laughs> Holy crap, dude, did you see what you just did? You could do that possibly to girls. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. Or call 605-929-0964. With a passion for arts and entertainment, here again, Dave Holly. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Dave Holly. Thanks for joining me. 
Normally, we would have a second interview at this time, but I've already been telling you as to what took place. So let's just go past that and stop thinking of the negative things and start thinking of the positive things. I found an article the other night online called The Eight Rules or Eight Things uh, People That Want to Be Artists Should Take Into Consideration. I should have printed it out right away. I didn't. So then, yesterday... I go, man, I'd still like to use that and talk about that a little bit. So I started searching. I couldn't find that article. But I did find one that was even better from the Elite Daily Lifestyle website. The 10 rules every artist should live by. Number one, I am guilty of this. Never speak negatively about your art. We all get in that frame of mind way too often. Uh, but there, you, there is a business side to art. So remember, if you are an artist or a wannabe artist, and by artist we are encompassing everything, performing arts, visual arts, etc. But, you know, believe in what you're selling if you expect any customer to do the same. Number two. Be yourself rather than whatever's popular. For the love of God, be original. (laughs) You have a voice, and you should use it. Stop trying to mimic other people's voices. And we don't mean specifically like me. We're talking about the voice of someone's art. Trends end, they always do. Would you rather swing from trend to trend or have your own sturdy, timeless style? Number three, don't compete. Around every corner, there's another art competition. Art is a lot like love in terms of it not being a competition at all. Everybody's different. So be yourself and let what happens happen. Number four. Oh, this one's one of my favorite to talk about. Nothing's free. You will often hear, I can't pay you, but it will be great exposure. You have to value yourself and not give it into these offensive offers. That's what they are. They're offensive. But if the customer doesn't have money, okay, barter for something if cash is off the table. Maybe it's, you know, getting a new... um, For this uh, gentleman that wrote the story, uh, he got a custom guitar. (laughs) Uh, And uh, so that's fantastic, you know, but... So, but it is such a big thing. People say, oh, do it for the exposure. And I always say, well, how did you hear me? Well, I saw that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Get the picture now. All right. Uh, In fact, picture was how I did get something one time when they didn't have cash. I got professional portrait setting. I liked it. It was great. All right. Number five, be encouraging. Artists need a network of other creative types to help motivate and inspire at any level in one's career. Kind and encouraging words are helpful. Number six, learn the damn fundamentals. You don't have to go to art school to grab a book and educate yourself on some basics. For example, if you're going to draw people, then try to get the proportions right. The gentleman that wrote this says, I have seen way too many great pieces ruined by T-Rex arms or too short of a torso. There are plenty of books and websites available that can help you. No excuses. Number seven, never stop learning. Life is truly an education, isn't it? You think you mastered your art? You're wrong. Never stop learning or developing. As you grow mature, your craft should as well. Number eight, 
important one. Watch your ego. Just don't be one of those pretentious douchebags. It's perfectly fine to love and be proud of what you do, but there's a definite line. It's a tough one to kind of be around sometimes. Number nine, don't give up. You've dedicated years, dollars, and countless hours into developing your skill. So if you've gotten knocked down, get back up, keep moving forward. Why would you give up? Why put in all that time, blood, sweat, and tears to just throw it all away? And number 10, as we are talking about the 10 rules every artist should live by from Elite Daily Lifestyle, Grant Goodwine is the writer of this. He wrote this back in 2014. Number 10, network. It's likely that your network will help you more than your college degree. (laughs) Uh, Go out, meet other artists, stretch your network as far and wide as you possibly can. And hopefully... Some of you have been able to do that because of the Dave Holly Hour. That's what I like. Uh, I am passionate about talking to other people about their passions and their passions that we focus in on this particular show just happen to be arts and entertainment. And we'll come back in just a moment to wrap up the Dave Holly Hour. Sure, they have darts, and you've heard me talk about how ruggedly handsome the trivia host is, but all caps fun never stops at the Sky Lounge and Tea. And fun is best had with your friends enjoying live entertainment, as in live and local. Yeah, the Sky Lounge believes in giving you the best bands, solo artists, and comedians from the area. The Neo Johnsons, Elizabeth Hunstead, Skylar Volks, as well as many others. And a great staff will make sure you enjoy your fun at the Sky Lounge in T South Dakota. So, what else do you have for us? Nothing? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate every single one of you that listens, whether you just stream or you download. Or if you uh, can't get to that, you just want to make sure that uh, you're supporting me one way or another. I do appreciate all the names that are showing up now on the Dave Holly Hour Facebook page. That's great. The downloads continue to uh, just uh, go wild. Another good week there, so appreciate all of that as well. And, of course, thank you to Sydney Bartunik-Bender. What an absolutely wonderful woman. Uh, and what she's doing with Move to Heal South Dakota, as well as, you know, her own dance and so forth. Hope to see her back on stage sometime performing soon, because, you know, she's taking some breaks and... And good for her. You know, it's nice when you can be able to do that as well. And, of course, thank you to the man who put the R in our wine bar, Ricardo Terradelsi. All right. So, and again, once again, the uh, apologies to my friend Billy Lurkin and uh, also Robert Mailing. Robert had to cancel. We'll get him back on sometime. Billy Lurkin, in the meantime, is scheduled for the show that comes out on the 21st of April. Uh, next week, musicians Grayson Schultz and Audrey Vargas are scheduled. Later in the month, comedian Reed Baxter, image consultant Sheila Anderson, the Insiders Band, and actor Chris Andrews. Remember, I'm Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by the Sky Lounge and Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Ale Hop Brewery Tours, and Jesse Moppet Entertainment. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, go to DaveHollyHour.com. At the bottom of the front page is the additional links section. Click on the orange button, Dave Holly on Linktree. 
You can order merchandise, become a Dave Holly Hour VIP, and make contributions to the show. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening.